0: So we wanted to give you the opportunity to reflect a little bit on a couple of themes um, as we begin this retreat together. And the way that we can do this is I'll ask, um, I'll reflect a little bit, ask a question, and you can use the writing as a way of just spontaneously responding as little or as much as you like. So we're not going to call out into the room this time. Um, And again, it's a practice. You'll get the hang of it over time, like any practice. So the theme that we thought it would be good for us to look at, um, you don't have to take notes with this, but you're welcome to. You can also let yourself just sense into what shows up maybe if I make it clear, I'll speak for about five minutes, then I'll get you to answer a question. Um, Yeah, we thought that it would be useful at the beginning of the retreat to explore, given that you are all experienced yogis, explore what you know about yourself and how you show up in retreats. What kind of patterning shows up for you when you come to a retreat, when you sit on the cushion, when you get up in the morning, when you go to the work period, when you go to the walking or don't go to the walking, when you eat in the dining room, when you're in those spaces where nothing is scheduled and what happens there? The reason that we want to look is to shed a light, to start to shed a light <clears throat> on the patterning. Uh, another way that w- word for patterning in the tradition is karma, karmic formations. Patterning is not bad, we've got to really get that one. And yet there is some patterning that leads toward more happiness. And some patterning that doesn't, that leads away, where we feel stuck or, you know, we get into a repetitive cycle where not only is it um, uh, no happiness there, it also doesn't lead onward, right? So, anyone want me to clarify that before we go on? Is that reasonably clear? Do you all have a sense of the kind, well you, you will do in a minute if you've never thought about it before, the kinds of ways you show up. For example, um, okay, first thing, we have to put any inner critic at the door here, right? Because patterning is not bad. We need patterning, actually. Patterning is very relevant and necessary, but we're interested to shed light here so we can find out for ourselves which patterning leads onward and which does not. For example, I once remember a story from Larry Rosenberg. I used to live at the center in North America where he teaches, and he said he noticed a pattern amongst his yogis. He often had these very bright people from Harvard coming to his retreats. And um, he said he noticed after a while the staff let him know that there was a real big issue around the work period, that there was this particular bunch of people that said, no, I have to do the knife sharpening. <laughs> 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 no, that's my job. I always do the knife sharpening, and that's what I need to, you know, for my retreat. So he kind of uh, busted that one and get get made the jobs pre-ascribed for them. For some, it might be fine to ask. Yeah, I would really like to do the the work, the knife sharpening. I don't think we have that here as a short- You do it. Does it work for you? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and all the so for whatever reason, whatever it was with those guys, I think at that point he had such a relationship with which he where he put them into the toilet cleaning department, (laughs) (laughs) not not as a punishment, and that's not relevant for everybody, but just as just as there was enough support, inner support and outer support, that they could bust that little bit. Let's find out. Let's really inquire there. Find out what is that. And we can be attached to things, right? That's what we're looking at here. So um, I think rather than give all the examples, what I'll do is introduce a different arena and give you a few minutes with each arena just to see what comes. All right? Um, so I'll highlight an arena, let's say I'll say, um, uh, work period is a good example. I won't do it, but not just yet. Give me another minute. I'll say, tell me a way... Hold on, I, I wrote it down here. I thought about it earlier. Let's see if I can find my words. Um, oh yeah. It will be, and I'll tell you how you work with these questions. Tell me something you recognise about yourself in the blank. It will be work period. It will be walking meditation. It will be various themes I introduce. Tell me something you recognise about yourself in the from your retreat history, from the person you've become. Wait one sec, one one more sec. Some of you, it's great, keen <laughs> <get> to <laughs> do it, keen <laughs> <laughs> to get going. Um... The way these practices originated were often in pairs, right? so that somebody would repeatedly ask you, tell me, tell me something you recognize about yourself in the work period, and you'd say it out loud to that person. The articulation is part of being able to shed light. Here the articulation will be via the conceptual through the pen. Right? That's, your, that's your articulation. Some of you may have uh, issues with writing. You know, I know a friend of mine, it's a really a big deal for him to move into writing mode. There's all kinds of pain and different things arising there. So just to be respectful to where you are. Um, you might have lots to write, you might have little to write, you might draw a picture. I don't know, you can use it how you like. Something that helps you shed light, Right. And we're not saying you have to now not do these things. I mean, Larry did that with the knife sharpening because that was relevant at the time for that particular couple of people. It's not now you have to do the opposite. It's let's bring awareness there. Let's find out about that. Let's bring a kind, interested investigation to find out what patterns lead onward and what patterns do not lead onward. Okay. Okay. So, shall we st- let's start with the work period? We may as well. And I'll, there'll be a few minutes of silence. So, And I'm saying tell me because that's the formulation when they were in relationship. It's really the same as saying tell yourself. Right, let this come to awareness. Tell me something you recognize about yourself in the work period. And, and breathe as you go. So it's not an opportunity for your inner critic to go, Oh my God, I'm so attached. You know. "Oh like, uh-huh, aha Yeah. Gosh, I know. And I'll, I'll do a, I'll say a couple of things. But you just keep going. Like, oh, I notice. I really get irritated when people work beyond the bell. I feel like I'm supposed to, and I'm neither free to carry on working, and I'm not free to leave. I feel caught in this. Oh, that's interesting. Just keep breathing, sensing. Some of it will be things you already know, some might be new light shed. Tell me something you recognize about yourself in the work period. Maybe it's the way you hold the broom when you're sl- sweeping. It <coughs> took, took me ages to figure out I was holding the broom so tight. <coughs> Moving that dust. It's like, oh, okay, what's that showing me? Nothing. I'm just doing a good job. Oh, really? Okay. Let's find out what's going on. And keep breathing so that one of the skills and practices is that our articulation can come from our presence also. Not just out loud articulation, but conceiving, conceptualizing. And it's not a confessional either. It's not that you're confessing your sins. It's like points to maybe pick up at some point to look into while it's happening in that moment when you're holding the broom. Just another half a minute or so if anything arises. I'll finish that thought letting it come to rest breathing and finding out what's going on in your body if you haven't found out yet because there can be another whole patterning we bring to writing written exercises of course We're probably mostly trained in that from school, right? Any anxiety of getting it right, (coughs) these will not be marked. Investigation has to feel very free. and the joy can come so I'm picking out different arenas it's like in these arena we can now contemplate here but also when you're in the work period you can contemplate contemplate as I understand it has that piece of the word it's related to the word temple right something it's got a boundary around it we give an arena certain boundary around something and then within that arena things can become illuminated right if it's just I'm gonna be aware in my whole life it, it can be a little broad to start with for most of us We give a specific arena and in that template in that template, that one hour between eight fifteen and nine fifteen, or one thirty and two thirty, ah, yes, there's a practical need. And let me contemplate. Let's see what gets illuminated here. Then it's very interesting. Okay. Arena number two. Something you recognise. Actually, just before you begin, I'll give one example. Shall I give examples or not? Give examples. Yeah, I'll give one example. So the area I'm going to refer to is Arena Number Two. Can be. I just—it's so rich, isn't it? What happens every moment? We can wake up to something here. Let's do the schedule, the relationship to the schedule, right? I'll give an example first. So for myself, um, yeah, right at the beginning of my practice, so probably you've moved on in mm-hmm. if, if, from this insight, maybe, but I think the self shows up in different ways. I remember right in the beginning there was, in relation to the schedule, firstly there's an, oh my God, how am I going to do it all? There's, there was also a something where a belief constructed around, oh, I'm just a, a 30 minute yogi. I'm someone who sits for 30 minutes, and I kind of believed it for a while. So that the 45 minutes sitting, uh, 30 minutes, I'd kind of just space out a bit and think, yeah, that's that's but that's who I am. There was no questioning. It was simply that's the truth. You know, it's, we think things are the truth. Um, yeah so tell me something you recognize about yourself in relation to the schedule without making any of them right or wrong it's just something, oh yeah, I see that ah. hmm breathing, and if you've got an exam training from school, we're not usually trained to have mindfulness of body while we're doing our A-levels, right, O-levels, 11 plus, so take your time, take your time, respect where you are. Breathe a little, this isn't an exam. might be patterns like I never do the sitting before breakfast. Okay? Okay. But let's find out. How come? Is it something that leads onward? Or something that's just old, an old idea? That thought, there's always more. with regard to the schedule, I remember one yogi told me, it took her quite a long time to recognize this, that as soon as she men- entered the meditation hall, was downstairs one, it was over the period of a, a month retreat, she noticed a rigidity start to set in, which she later called her Dharma fascist. And it was a way that something came into the hall with a kind of a Basically the kindness disappeared, and the, 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 the wish for deepening and going further got coalesced in something very hard and tight and unforgiving, as she noticed. Yeah. So then she could start to look at it, find out, wow, how does that start? Is it before I get to the hall? Is it when the bell goes? Is it? Right? So start to, once things start to come to light, we can get interested. Okay. Was that just number two? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. What do you want to do next? (laughs) You'll probably see arenas arising for you where you want to go, but we'll do that in a minute. I'll give you a few more in sequence. What about, um, tell me something you recognize uh, about yourself in the non-scheduled periods, where there's nothing to do as such. Me something you recognize about yourself in the non schedule periods, so between wake up and sitting after breakfast if you're not working till the nine thirty, the lunch period, which we have a longer one than usual today around tea when the schedule's finished at night, what happens to you? what do you start to notice what patterns are? Helpful for you, which ones are just sort of a little unconscious. Sometimes I'd find myself hanging around the washing-up area when there was nothing to do. I found it kind of comforting for some strange reason. <laughs> One of the reasons was, I used to say there was a bucket there that used to be there that had a written on it, old used tea towels or dirty tea towels or something and I'd written it about five years before it was still there and I felt some resonance with the bucket you know it's kind of sad and sweet and tender and a little lost Maybe you're not like a hungry ghost. Maybe you're more military in the open periods. I know what I'm doing. I always do this. Off I go. Okay. Good. Let's find out about that. and I didn't hang around for very long in case somebody saw me there's another pattern right there That thought, or if it doesn't finish, sometimes you know the the thoughts come, letting that theme start to come to rest. Take a moment to breathe. I think part of why some of us like coming on retreats is to be able to let go of the whole realm of articulation and words and writing. I think we appreciate that and it's beautiful. So there can be a patterning around. You might see yourself really working hard now, or I don't know, whatever you see. Or resistant, or I can't do it. Okay. So, with regard, very interesting one. Um, I'll just make a short reflection around the walking meditation before you begin. So, just pause for a moment. Um, it's so easy. For a hierarchy to develop and it makes sense because all the statues none of them not many of them are walking in fact I don't even know if we've got any walking Buddhas here do we? they do have it it is actually a very clearly iconized image um, the walking standing Buddha but I don't know we have any here one in the Dhan area standing but not walking <laughs> you need to <laughs> <a> wind up <laughs> 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 a bit walking. but yeah in the standing um, and you know the sitting is where it's at that can really be certain pattern which I had um, maybe completely different for you maybe that you actually prefer the walking maybe that you're always outside you're always indoors fine no problem but let's find out let's just find out so, tell me something you recognize about yourself in relation to walking meditation. <clears throat> And you might even get some clues by what's arising in you as I ask the question there might even be resistance So oh, well that's not a very interesting arena to contemplate walking, since then you can get lots of clues from what arises right now Breathing Are you in your seat of meditation? No judgment if you're not. It's just interesting. Okay. So letting that thought <clears throat> you know, these, each arena also might illuminate all the reactivity might illuminate layer of hindrances patterns that are skillful, patterns that are not layers of reactivity all of it, let's find out um, next one Tell me something you recognize about yourself in relation to sitting meditation. You know, you might be someone who tends toward a tougher effort or a looser effort. like that woman was talking about her, what became the fascist, the Dharma fascist, but the kind of, right, this is what I'm doing here, right, or we might tend more to, oh, it doesn't matter, it's okay, anything can happen here, just, it's like the, the, that's the sort of effort question, but anything else you notice, anything else you notice? Tending towards spacing out or tending toward putting pressure on our experience. Or things we notice about our body, our mind, our views about what should happen or We think we'd like to happen. so much experience, you could probably write an article. Just letting that one start to drop away. This is just, this isn't, you know, we're just kind of opening this question. There'll be plenty more opportunity, so... A breath. (laughs) See where you are right now in relation to those two things we talked about last night, the steam train, the locomotive going forward, and the openness and the receptivity right now. short one, <clears throat> if you've been on retreats, or it doesn't have to just be retreats, but in knowing yourself, in relation to when there's periods of comments and questions and answers and all that whole realm, which is this whole, whole realm, what do you recognize about yourself in that realm? Again, completely free to find out. Yeah. So we have a spare pen. We've got our pen. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's good, thanks, though, yeah. be very sensitive some of these things as we start to shine light on patterning. There, it can be very sensitive. With regard to this one I noticed a, a very strong pattern of, I firstly I never asked anything or said anything, but um, what was curious then when I came to listen to Dharma talks on tape in the library there was no one around, and the teacher would say, "Has anyone got any questions?" My body went into fear, and I wasn't even on a retreat. It's just a trigger. It was a trigger, right? Might be completely different for you. Might be very at home there. It's beautiful. Nothing you should or shouldn't be. I hope you really get that. Go gently as you write. Sometimes exposing these things—it uh, yeah. needs our both our clarity, but also a lot of kindness and compassion. For ourselves, dear one with all of what we bring. And for me, the, the dying part, the dying to my working with the patterning became feeling that urge. Actually, sometimes I did want to ask something. My patterning wouldn't let me. So then you got a pressure, right? But I, naturally, the being wants to ask. We're curious beings, but the patterning wouldn't let me. So there's a whole nother little thing to work with right there. And not that I should push through or be something else. Beautiful art of clarity and tenderness. <coughs> and letting that one fade for now. How are you doing? Is it enough already? Yeah. How about is that alright for the ladies at the back to have a window? Just uh, take a pause to see where you are in this particular process of questions. Is it? Yeah, let's just hear, from anyone who wants to, one word of where you (coughs) find yourself right now. Let's just hear what kind of... Quality of mind, like right now. Anybody, closed, open, excited, self-critical, um, curious, vulnerable, vulnerable, and fascinated. Yeah. Humorous. Hmm? Humorous. Humorous. Yes. humorous. Yeah. It's all of it, isn't it? With ourself, it's it's a tender, vulnerable area. Can be. We can, as the light shines, it can also be humorous, and fascinating. All of it. Stimulated. Uh-huh. Yeah. So respecting where you are, because these arenas are endless. <laughs> arenas are endless. Contemplation is endless. We don't have to do it all right now. So there are a couple more arenas I want to mention, but please stay respectful to where you are. And that may mean writing some more, and it may mean not writing. Right. One is around something you recognize about yourself in relation to goals for this retreat. Of course there are goals. I mean, of course there's... orientation or else we wouldn't come. But let's see what you see and what serves and what maybe doesn't serve. So we're not making goals the enemy or goals the god here. How do we hold the goals? What are our goals, even? Yeah. Or is our goal to be goalless? Or is our goal to let go of (coughs) goals? Or is our goal to finally have a goal? rob was giving me a personal reflection <laughs> <laughs> oh that's sweet he said another thing we could add in yeah are you tight around your goals i thought he was asking me was i feeling a little tight right now <laughs> <laughs> so i took it as a qu- I was like, okay let me check <laughs> both are good <laughs> Because he asked it compassionately, I could reflect on myself. It wasn't like Are you U-tight right now. Like, oh, am I? I think so. Okay, and letting that thought come to fade. Even if it has a lot of momentum and juice in it, I'm sure there's more you'll all see. And let the sentence end, book come to rest, pen. I recommend pen out of hand. There's another template. Really, just yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't have to rush that, but we're heading toward the ah the template I didn't mention. any of you not know what I'm talking about (laughs) food dinner lunch we don't need to go there right now I mean you will anyway we can't help it once we start to wake up it's like we see don't we we see we start to see and hopefully we start to question kindly oh what a journey (laughs) and what freedom also possible here so let's just sit for a minute together mm-hmm. And the practice of consciously reflecting like this is different, actually, than meditation. And there's a place for both, of course. And you may notice some more reflections trickling through because, in a way, we've opened up that door. We've said, yeah, reflect here. So over lunch you may see some reflections coming in. And... That's fine, and then at a certain point you might notice where they just start spinning around themselves again, right, repeating, or trying to get some more juice out of it, or just let them go, let them go, and then we can trust that the reflections we need come when they come. We start to prefer reflection to sitting. Just see that. And if there are any benefits from our reflection together that arise here or further along the Great Way, may they be for the benefit of you your love for freedom truth. In the knowledge that that can't help but ripple out, invariably connects us with all beings. We can't help it. And enjoy your lunch. Thanks for your participation okay so we'll meet back at 315